Hey Dubai, how are you? I love you. I'm on here. You daggone right, I'm on here. I know you have other things to do. You can break it up. You can listen later. It doesn't even matter, Buka. It's just that I feel so bold to get on here. So you know what? I love you. Thinking about you. Yes. Thinking about everything God is doing in my life. You know what gets me, sweetheart? Is that to testify that what God brought me out of. And it's like I didn't have to go through any of the therapy that usually be, you know, needed. And it's okay. But God used you to be my therapist by just listening. And had me to just say all the things I had to say. And you listened. Thank you so much. Sometimes God would just have us to listen and let people just get it out. Let them testify. Keep testifying. Because as you're testifying, you're still being healed and you're still being delivered from other things. And sweetheart, it's just amazed me how I go from out of a wrong way of living to God telling me about you. He could have said anything about anything. Quenisha, just go straight back to ministering. Go straight back, you know, as far as in preaching. Go back to doing that or go back or do this. No, God just sent me to you. Do you know eight plus years that Holy Spirit would say every single day, go to him. Every day, I was like, no, no, I'm not. Why are you saying that? Because God was trying to answer my prayers and answer my cry. I'm crying out to God for help. And God's like, go to your help. Go to him. But I didn't, didn't want to open up to consider what he was actually saying. At one point, I thought God was being very rude. I was like, you see, even when I was in the time when I was married, you know, I was like, what do you mean? Don't you see him with somebody else? How dare you do that? Jesus Christ. And when I came back to you, it's like all the weight came off my back. And I was like, okay, I'm here now. But I know it took more than just me saying, I'm here now. So much healing take, you know, has taken place and so much has happened, so much development, so much discovery due to recovery. And I know it was like, you know, how you could have took it, you know, like, I'm glad that you know the truth, but it's not going to go down just because you want me to do whatever because you ready and you know, now you know, now you ready, you know, now supposed to be okay, I'm ready too. Yeah, I get that. I get that. And I thank God for, you know, just having me to even see it from your point of view today. And that's how it was God saying to me. I love how he talks to me. You know, he don't tell me everything. That's not what he do. He don't expose our secrets in our secret place with him. But God would have me to know a greater sense as to what lift, what to lift up, you know, what to uphold or what to release. What to embrace or what not to embrace, what to deny, and what to accept. And it's like I felt being accepted back for the very first time in such a way when God said, this is not your life. This is your life. He wasn't just talking about you as a husband or as a man. This is your life. 
This is where your life belongs. This is your journey. This is your purpose. This is everything you ever asked. Everything I felt within you to have be released in your life. It's in him. You understand? I feel so satisfied. I can get everything I ever wanted. And everything I ever wanted is everything on the inside of you. What you always wanted. It's an even exchange. It's not just you receiving from listening to me. You also receive by listening to me as an even exchange. And if it came off to you that I just came back like, okay, I'm ready now. I apologize. It's just that I'm free at that moment. I'm free now. I understand now. I know who I am now. I'm not no longer denying what I really want now. I'm being honest with myself now. No more pride. No more of anything other than God now. And I just, yeah, if it came off too strong, forgive me. If it came out of nowhere, well, guess what? It was supposed to. Because that's a suddenly. But God had me to see to them. Sometimes, sweetheart, God would just show you things or have you to feel things, you know, later on down the line. And God had me to feel today how you, t- you know, how it came off to you. Me coming back after all this time. And then saying, you ready now? Come on, let's go. I apologize, okay? I am a woman who launched very fast, very far. I am a possessor. I am. But it's nothing like when you are free indeed. It's like nothing can stop you. Just like you're right where you left off. Like nothing has ever been in between. So if it came off like, okay, I'm ready. I want you now. I'm not apologizing for the sense that I did say that because that's exactly how it's supposed to be. When you are in the will, that now becomes your reality now. But if you took it as if I took you for granted by saying, come on, okay, move, forgive me. That's what I mean. I'm not the woman to have my way doing something and it don't go out according to my plan. Then I want to go to the original plan. That's not me. I'm the one that'd be like, you know what? I screwed up. Forget it. It deserves better than me. That's how I am. God said, you also took it like that. He's telling me right now that you felt like, you know, you know, that it didn't work out. So, okay, now you want me? No, it's not going to go down like that. No, it wasn't like that, Eva Puka. That's not the type of woman that I am. If anything, I would have just said, go ahead. I messed up. I screwed up. I wouldn't be like, okay, I get my way now. I'm not like that. No. And that's why God showed me so much mercy because I am I have that much humility that if I mess up, just, you know, please, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I thank God that I'm not embarrassed anymore. Mm-mm. I thank God I don't feel like I failed you anymore. Mm-mm. 
It used to piss me off, the silence. I couldn't stand that. Mm -mm. Why? Why is the silence? I need it to get me to today. I give him birth today. You know what happened to me? The same angel that Jacob wrestled with, God brought me into a dream with that angel. And the angel was in disguise, lying on the couch in front of a TV. It was a black leather couch in front of a TV. Positioned the couch, was, the TV was on the left side. And God looked at me and said, that angel has your answers. That angel is carrying your blessings. That angel is carrying the anointing, the covering, the favor, the grace, my virtue upon your life. You need to get it from that angel. That angel and the thing is, the angel will just lay back like it's not going to be easy. Like I'm just going to come out and say it. You got to get it out of me. So I grabbed that angel up and I shook him and I shook him and I shook him. And I'll never forget how this angel looked. He appeared to be a light-skinned, you know, young man, white T-shirt, V-neck collar, light blue jeans. It was like stonewashed, light blue jeans, and, you know, close-cut, connected beard to the goatee. I would never forget thick eyebrows. And I knew it was an angel. And the thing is, the angels, I shook the angel. He was like, say, Lord, you know, say what? You know, my future is and give me answers to the vision that's putting the pieces together. And every time I shake him harder and harder, he'll say more, but he'll whisper it in my ear, the blessing and the favor of God upon my life. The same angel that wrestled Jacob. And I'm going to tell you this. After that, I, God had me to be in an encounter with the demon that's responsible for me you know, walking away from you that's trying to keep us apart. Satan sent this demon and this demon got comfortable and sat there since the moment that I, the first moment I said no to you and without even saying no, that ain't, that demon, excuse me, been present all the way until last night in the dream. Even when I came alongside with you, that demon was still roaming around seeing who we can use to try to cause us not to come together. Like, I don't care who they marry, but they cannot marry each other. Use whoever they can. Deceive somebody else to believe that this is something that's not. Do whatever you can. Use some people. Go to go. Do whatever. You know, very trickery, very sneaky and conniving. And we just got to keep each other lifted. And I took out this sword. It was a huge sword. Very pointy. Very long. It's longer than my the length of my body, and it was very sharp. And I took it out of the you know sword holder, and that demon got them running. Did not want to no parts of that sword. A brand new sword, guys, giving me a brand new sword. The spirit is polished. My armor is polished. God washed me up with fine soaps in the kingdom. Do you know what that means? Our father, his spirit was washing up me as spirit, soul, and body. And my, my, my flesh became so pure, so divine alongside with my spirit, man. And God would just show me how clean I really am. 
He washed me up with his bare hands with a sponge with soap and fine soaps and fine water. It was very soapy. Make sure that I was very clean for what he's doing in my life as of now. And I shook that angel and shook that angel and that angel gave me what I asked for. And I was not going to let go until that angel released what God said he had to say to me. And I woke up and I had to use my arm to pull back to do something. And I realized there was a very terrible sharp pain from my collarbone all the way up to my shoulder bone towards my lower neck to the point I was about to go to the emergency room because something happened. But I woke up, I didn't feel it until I had to use that arm. And you know, I was born left-handed, but I broke my left arm three times as a little girl, you know, cheerleading and double-dutching. So I had to get used to writing with the right hand and, you know, using my right arm. But I'm more, you know, stronger, you know, with the hand that you're more dominant at. And it's my left. I'm a lefty. But I now I became more strong using my right hand. But, you know, I can use both. But your strength is where that arm, you know, you know, hand that you, you know, gifted to use the most. And I woke up and God was like, stretch your arm, pull it back. And when I pulled it back, it was hurting so bad. I was like, God, what happened? What happened? And God reminded me what happened to Jacob, how he dislocated his thigh bone. You know, it, it, it you know popped out of place. And I thank God that didn't happen to me. But I, I, when I used my arm, my shoulder, all oh, that pain was so intensified. Like, what did I do with this arm, this shoulder? What did I, like, I needed to get a cast on it this morning. It was so bad. It was so bad. I was like, God, please, I'm about to cry. I was like, it hurt so bad. What happened in the dream? I never had an encounter like that when I wake up and I feel naturally what I did supernaturally in a dream. I never encountered that. And God immediately reminded me about Jacob. And I woke up, sweetheart, and it just started to feel normal again as of right now. And it's been going on since one this morning. And it was like very, it was, I was crying. I was about to cry. I wasn't crying, but I was about to. I was more excited than to cry because I got my answer and I chased that demon away. He fled, you know, he fled after all that time. That's eight plus years of staying around, lingering around, trying to keep us apart. And he had to go. He had to go. And God used me to go toe to toe with this demon. I'm trying to tell you one, just one. It was nine of them. I had to go toe to toe with nine demons. And that's how God gifted me as to, you know, how I'm created you know, to go into battle demonic, you know, in the demonic realms and, you know, see what's going on in the earthly realm, you know, regarding the entire body. God wanted me to see the entire body overall, what's going on, we need to be uplifted or what area lacking, go lift it up. Or God wanted me to see in the earthly realm, what's going on, the changes in the earth, the good changes, the bad changes, to see all of that overall. And then God wanted me to see, you know, things he wanted me to know about the kingdom. You know, he showed me prophetic things. He showed me different realms of the kingdom. And I thank God for that so much for our relationship. I can just go and say, hey, daddy, let me sit on your lap today, God. Sit on God's lap and just have fun. Like, what are you eating? I want some. And we eat together. I just thank God that I shared my whole life with him, you know, acknowledging him, even though I made so many mistakes. I'll never forget my mother used to always say, when we were kids, me and my sister, I was four, she was five. And my mother would be like, what sandwich do you want? Peanut butter or jelly? I'm like, I want peanut, peanut butter and jelly. That was my favorite, peanut butter and jelly. And my sister was like, I want bologna and cheese. So she would make bologna and cheese for my sister, peanut butter and jelly for me. And I pretend that God is eating beside me. So I like put a little bit to the side, not let no one know. But people was looking, they noticed, but they didn't want me to know. 
that I would try to, you know, put some aside for God and, you know, pull a little cup of milk or water or juice for him. But I know he wasn't physically eating because I knew he was a spirit. So I, I would just eat his portion and have him feel like, you know, he ate it. And I know he, you know, feel like he ate it using my, you know, imagination. Just having these lifestyle encounters with God. I love it so much. You know, even when it was like, when I hit puberty, I, you know, I didn't tell my mom. Oh, why am I telling you this? <laughs> I didn't tell my mom. <laughs> you know, I hit my puberty for over seven years. And it was like, what's wrong with you? You ain't hit puberty yet? <laughs> no. <laughs> I didn't know how. I wasn't that one to open up because I didn't have no one to talk to me about anything. No, I'm, I'm exaggerating. It wasn't seven years. It was probably like four years. And God, God said three and a half years. Thank you. And that's a long time to go through puberty and not have nobody to know each month by month, you know, what you need as a young lady. And you're not telling anybody what you take it in matters in your own hands, you know. So God was like telling me everything I need to do, you know. He always said those things to me, you know. One thing God always said, you know, you know, be a lady. Be a lady, yeah. I just thank God that, you know, I used to wear like three outfits at one. You know, I don't have to dress to dress up too many clothes on my, my body anymore. You know, I used to didn't show no skin on my body. You understand? Yeah. But um, back to the dream, um, I mean, my shoulder, and it hurt it so bad. And God just had me just to, you know, I was doing some type of prayer, and all of a sudden it popped back in place, and it was a pop. So now I can move it. You know, I'm shaking it now. It feels good. It feels better. But sweetheart, I thought I had to go to the emergency room because it popped out of place. You know why? Because when I was using that sword, uh, when I was fighting those nine demons, I mean, a guy had me to go toe-to-toe with, oh, excuse me, no, I didn't have to use a sword. Thank you. No, when I was wrestling that angel, I was shaking that angel. Yeah, it knocked my collarbone, you know. It made it, you know, feel some type of way this morning. Yeah. It was real bad. They had to pop back. Yeah. It felt so bad. I was like, I got to go to the emergency room. I don't care what nobody say. I need some help. Yeah. But God said, no, just go ahead. Just lift your arm up. Just do this, do that. And I listened and it popped back. And it it hurt it when it popped back. But after it, you know, popped, it felt so much better then. Yeah. But I just want to say I love you so much. Yes. And God said to me this morning, Quinesha. You know, you have carried the vision full term. I'm so proud of you. You didn't abort this vision. You didn't miscarry this vision. You nurtured it. You fed it. You know, words of wisdom. You gave praise. You, you know, you did everything you're supposed to do with this vision. And God wasn't just talking to me. He was talking about the help that I have to get me to, you know, the delivery. And I pushed and I pushed. And I thank God that that came out. Yeah. It was a huge weight off my back. Like, whew, that's over. You understand? Whatever God that vision was, it was like, ooh, that's out. It felt so good. That doesn't mean that that's not going to be the last thing you're going to be carrying. Is so many more visions you're carrying. You're not just carrying visions for you. It's for people connected to you in all kinds of ways. You understand? So I love you. I thank God for you. Thank you so much for helping me. Yes, so if I'm walking around yoke easy, burden light, so are you. So are you. I have chased that demon, them demons away. They had to let go and get away. Let go. Get off of all that belongs to me. Get your hands off. 
And I thank God so much. Sometimes we say that if they don't have nothing on you or in you, then they can't touch you. The thing is, sometimes we invite them within us and not even aware that we're doing so. You understand? So I thank God for that. Yeah. I feel so much better, so much light. Yeah. So grateful. Yes. It felt so good to get that out. But that angel, oh my goodness. I shook that angel up. I, you know, I had to do what I had to do. You understand? I never encountered that before. Never. And I will soon meet this angel face to face out without the disguise. I want to see this angel that I wrestled that, you know, gave me my blessing and declared God's favor over my life and everything in it is. And I definitely think God sees difference when we declare God's favor, which is true. But when God tells you to go to that angel and get it for you to receive that manifestation, that's where the demonstration comes. That's where the power comes. And I thought about Jacob. Once he got that blessing, his life, woo my God. You understand? So I thank God for the woo my God. <laughs> yeah. Thank God for that, right? Yeah. I thank God that our end is brighter than our beginning. But thank God for our beginning. They got us, God got us through it, you know, to, you know, go to the end, which is everlasting. Thank God for the outcome. Thank God for the present. Thank God for where we are right now. I love you so much. I'm going to tell you like this. We're going to be just fine. God got us. I'm not focused on your budget. I'm not focused on what's in your account. Guess what? What's in your account is none of my business. No, it's not. So I don't even have to know or even want to know or need to know what your account looks like. What I know what your goals are. Your goals are my goals. I know what your vision is. Your vision is my vision. You understand? So I know you good because I know what's ahead of me. Because I know who's walking before me. You understand? Therefore, who could be against me? And if I'm feeling this way, so are you. I got you because God got us. As your help, I am always here to be a help, to enjoy life, to laugh, to, you know, understand what's going on much more as to why we are actually here to a greater dimension, a greater, you know, greater realm upon realm, you know, greater discovery. Thank God so much for just knowing more, more empowerment. You understand more growth. We don't act like, we don't think we even need to act like we know it all because we love to humble ourselves to become better. We know what to embrace and what to deny. We know what to accept and to deny. I love you so much. I don't, it don't matter what you do for a living. It doesn't matter what your, your living status look like. I don't care if you live in efficiency. That is not it for you. And you know it. You understand I release favor upon your gas tank that you will never go empty and no area in your life. I lift up your pockets. I lift up your account. I lift up your financial status and God give me the word active. It's active. That's a good word coming from God. You don't want to hear it being inactive. That means it's according to God's will and it through your life favor and increase Continue to clear favor and increase over your finances. You understand? 
God have my life to be right now, sweetheart, where I hold everything loose. He don't have me to furnish this place because, you know, I will be coming alongside with you. And it makes it easier. It really does. Because there's less things you got to make a decision what to get rid of what. You understand? And I thank God for that. I like everything on your end the way it is. It's better. Yeah, it's better. So I go along with what's in, on your end. You understand? And whatever God want me to add, I add. But it got to be unto him. You understand? I love you so much, sweetie. I'm here with you. I'm here for you. I'm not going anywhere. It's permanent. You understand? I would never, ever lie to you. I only have eyes for you because I have eyes to see. And that's what I see. You. That's it. I would never put myself in a situation that is uncomfortable around other brothers in Christ. I have no place to even be there. But if God leave me somewhere to, to pray, I would do that. And God got me regarding any negative motives, sweetheart, until we become one. And the same for you with the ladies. God said you have some friends that find you attractive, but you don't entertain it. You can't make nobody not like you. But I don't know what they, they need to uh, go ahead with that. <laughs> I'm stop lying. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I think any woman would feel that way about her man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but the thing about it is you're still confident and you're still, you know, secure. But there are some people out okay, here who just don't care if you have a man or not. <laughs> but that's not my focus because God is before us. And I lift them up. You understand? And I would indeed not entertain foolishness. I would never get out my character regarding anything or anyone. Anyone in the home, finances, ministry, mentally, it doesn't matter. How can I help this become better, God? If God say, you know, pull away, walk away, walk away. If God say intercede, intercede. If God say lift it up, lift them up. Like pretty much lift up their spirits. You know, encourage them, you know, build up their confidence. Tell them something good about themselves and be honest about it. Because I used to do that. You know, you got to be honest about it. Don't just make up stuff just to make somebody feel good. Because some people will call you out. You just saying that, you know, because I don't even like this. Oh, God. You understand? Just be honest with it. There's beauty in everybody inside out. We need to stop focusing on outside in so much. It's inside out. So I've been around some people who consider to look like a whatever and feel tore up inside. You understand? I'm not big on how outer appearance look. It's about what's going on within. Because you can pretend on the outside, but you cannot fake on the inside. It's no way. You understand? And I thank God that he healed me from that. Because I allowed people to try to tear down my confidence and my security. To one point, I became very insecure because people want you to feel, you know, insecure in order for them to know that you care about them. And that's a funny way of just, uh, not even funny, but that's a terrible way. Thank you, Father. Funny means funny, and that's not funny. 
that's a terrible way of just not being able to express and just be bold enough to say, I want to know how much you love me or how, how do you feel about me? Why you got to play games to get out someone caring about you by doing it a way that they got to react a negative way for you to know that they care about you. You know, I got to see if you care about me. I'm going to make you jealous. If you're jealous, okay, you care. But if you're not jealous, you don't care. You understand? Things like that. You know, that's the world way of doing things. But with God, it's so different. And I love this way. It's the way I always wanted. And many would tell me it's too good for me to have. But I've never given up on it. Father's in everything of God. The life, the you know, the joy, all of it. Just letting go and letting God. That is so important. And I thank God for it so much. I don't ever have to talk about that ex-marriage ever again. And I'm not going to bring it up ever again. That's not my testimony of what happened. But my testimony is what God has brought me out of to bring me into. And that's where the glory resides. I'm not going to bad talk nobody anymore. I'm not going to say what happened in that marriage anymore. Because, you know, it's not about... You know, me and what I've been through is about God bringing me through it. And you got to think about other people that's involved too that you have forgiven. But if you testify the sense of what they did, which was wrong, you could be, you know, if you're not careful, you could be, you know, having your old feelings and emotions to creep back up, you know, and that's the old man. You don't want no, you know, you can't bring the old man and the new. You understand? So we got to just be mindful how we respond. But I would never bring that up. It's not that's not even nothing to bring up towards you what I've been through. You understand? It's definitely not, and I definitely won't. But I do thank you for being patient with me. I am so excited to have you. Not even just me, my son. I'm speaking on behalf of him because I know my child. Be so excited to have a man like himself. Well, he's not a man, but a guy like himself, you know, so sincere, so heartfelt, that care about his mom like you do. Also, you understand, because he don't know me with no other man but the wrong man that I married. Before that, it was none. You understand? So out of them four years that my son was, you know, witnessing me in the wrong man, the other, you know, 11 years, he don't know me with no other man because I wasn't with no other man. You know, me and his father departed very early. Or too early for me to even understand who my that my son could even walk. Wasn't even walking yet, you understand? When we departed. When I came into the house and gave God my life. You know. So that's, you know, I had to really apologize and, you know, get healed from that with me and my son because for him to know the first man that I bring around or that he know of me being with that's the best you can do, mom. You understand? And I just thank God so much that he healed us both and delivered us both from that. And now he get to see what it's like to have a man who really loves us to be around. And this time it's permanently. Yeah. I thank God that I get to give my son whenever that time come, no rush to give him what he always wanted. He always wanted a sibling. Yeah. He always wanted a sibling. I felt so, some kind of way every Christmas he would ask for that. I'm like, he's just such a good kid. Like, I, I wish I could give him what he want, but he just, it's just not that easy. So you can ask for anything else. I don't want anything else. I want a brother or a sister. I'm like, oh my God. You don't want a, uh, you know, a, a toy, you know, 
toy brother or sister. No, I want a real one. Yeah. But now he understands how how it comes about. So <laughs> he's being patient. But now he knows that, you know, this is different. Mommy is dealing with someone who I can hear her talking about in a great sense about God and this and that. So I guess he get an idea. You know, he's 15. You know, he's very smart, very hip. I think what it is is that I got to let him, you know, branch out more and stop, you know, I don't have to shelter him so much because he's growing up. Because people be like, Hugh, he's all right. He's good. He's good. He's good. You know, just that me making sure, you know, everything is okay. And I'm just being that mom that I am. But I have my moments where I'm be like, you know, I need some space. You know what I'm saying? Give me some space. I want, you know, I just walk around here the way I want to walk around here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I love you. I thank God for you so much. Yes. My shoulder feels so much better. I had to snap it back. It was like my collarbone. Yeah, I shook that angel for real. I was not playing. And it wasn't no easy shake either because that you had to really shake this angel to get what you want out of it. And God said you had to get him to say everything. And he wasn't just, you know, just quickly talking either. No. <laughs> yeah. I love you. Let me take like a 45-minute nap, okay? Greater is he who's in Nasbuka than he's in the world. I love you. Do something special for yourself today. Do something very special for yourself today. Okay? Do something very nice. Okay? I love you. I don't care what it is. You want to make a peach cobbler? Don't don't make that if I'm not dead. Don't make that if I'm not dead. No, you can't. Or whatever you want to do. I mean, Caribbean-style meat, like the way how your, your style of doing it, I want to taste that. Yes. I'm very big on meat. Yeah. I um, I like to eat different types of meat due to different cultures, how they prepare. Yes. I mean, I had some Ugali chicken and some beef. Oh, goodness, with chapati and Kenya. So good. Yeah, I was in the village. I wasn't even in Nairobi. I was in the village. Kakamega, Namansada village. Oh, goodness, with all these tribes. They say, what tribe are you from? I say, I'm from the tribe of Judah. <laughs> they got a kick out of that. They got a kick out of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love you so much, sweetie. But yeah, I'm excited to do you no know, trips with you. Yeah, God already paid for them. Yeah. I'm going to get off of here, okay? I love you. I want some of your food. Yes, I want some of your meat. Cause I know it'd be like seasoned and herbed all good. Yes. Ooh. I want like a meat stew or something. Yeah. Mm, with some rice. Oh God. Hey, sweetheart. Can I have some of that? Give me some of that. I'm tired of asking, not getting it. Get it. <laughs> Give it to me. When the time's right. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. I love you. It feels good to know that you could you can fix dessert. Yeah. Me, if I was in dessert, it's not that I cannot. I'm just not seasoned in that area. Because I told you, for majority of my life, I didn't eat sweets. Because majority of my life, I smoked cigarettes. And cigarettes will take your appetite away. I mean, take the sweet taste of, you know, sweet sugar out of my mouth. I, every time I smoked, I didn't want nothing sweet. I wouldn't eat sweets. I'd probably eat like a 
piece of cake or a scoop of ice cream like every three months. Yeah, it took the sugar away from me totally. But I got my sugar intake in other ways. It's so much sugar in different foods without it being sweet. You understand? But yeah. Yeah, so now I'm on a sweet mania. Y'all want some peach cobbler? Y'all want some of that ice cream with them pecans and on caramel? Oh, God, you're caramel. And you made like some cake with strawberries and whipped cream on it. Oh, my goodness. I do like strawberry shortcake. I like all kinds of cake. I don't discriminate cake. No. Not pie either. No. I'm not really, I never really grew up eating pies like that. Some people eat plum pies, peach pies, and. You know, I'm just used to, you know, the basics, you know, the apple pie, you know, cherry pie, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I never had a strawberry pie. Ooh, speaking of strawberry pie, that might be good. Ooh, sweetheart, um, can I give you some of my heavenly downloads and you just put your fingers to them? Yeah. God give me a lot with pastries and give me a lot with foods. Yeah, but God said to me, you're more seasoned than I am. Yeah. But in some areas, if I was in cooking, you know, I can teach you some things. Yeah, I can feel you probably saying, nah, can't teach me nothing. You can't teach me nothing. <laughs> but seriously, see, I can. Yeah, and I will. Yeah, I, I cook a lot of, you know, diverse dishes. Yeah. Due to different culture and backgrounds I haven't been around. Yeah. I want to try this Indian stew. It's a, um, it's that orange sauce. I forgot the name of it. It's like a curry. Oh, I want to try that. It's like an orange curry. They use it with meat and sauce. Oh, God, with a little bit of uh, oregano or it's parsley, one or the other. Or barley. Oh, excuse me, sweetheart. I want some of that. I want some of that. <laughs> I want some of that. Oh, oh, they can hear me. Oh, God. Why can you hear my window closed? Let me not be loud. I'm all loud. I want some of that. Oh, God. Mm-mm-mm. Greater season not sent you long enough. He's in the world, Buka. I want some of that. <laughs> what you eating today? Y'all want some of that. Y'all want some of that. What you eating? Yeah, some of that. Some of that. Yeah, I want some of that. <laughs> yeah, some of that. Yeah, sweetheart. I love you. Let me get off of you. All right. Talk to you soon. Okay.